Welcome back to Justice Thinking. I'm your host, Rebecca. I'd like to welcome you back for part two of the Game Master Toolbox. And we'll throw you back over to the boys. It's got the sticky pages. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. But the, the thing I like about little one-shots like this is, one, as a DM, I can get ideas from them because... Your characters, uh, a level five module, you're gonna steamroll through, and it's not gonna be anything. Well, I think you could probably but, level these up. I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, this is the monster for this one here, um, and there's a stat block, but it's not unheard of to say, you know, this one's pretty easy. I'm going to quickly up this, and oh, yeah. and and basically make it a little tougher. So just because it says level five doesn't mean that you can't um, up the ante. And then, yeah, there's a bad guy. There's a magic item. The same and, same thing. Wow. And that's exactly what I was going to get to, is you can take something like this and scale it up or down to your party's level. Um, the other thing, even if you just get an idea for a section that your party's going to go into, because I, I like to create big worlds and lots of places to go, well, I can get an idea for somewhere in that world that's kind of centered along something like this. Right. And then really the last thing in the list of three things I really like about little modules like this is you know, sometimes you, you're like, you know, I'd really like to play a bard or a barbarian or a sorcerer or a warlock yeah. or, or some other class where I'd like to maybe multi-class these two together and see how it looks. And you don't want to take that long-spanning campaign and do that necessarily because maybe right. it doesn't mesh well. But if you do a little one-shot like this, yeah, just to see how those two classes mesh when you're multi-classing, or just or to just see if you like that character. Yeah, I yeah, mean, just to get experience with a different type of character, I think something like this is great. Now this the, has again, it has the map in there, and it's it's a multi-tiered map, so it's huge. Mm -hmm. and, and then the little mini DM screen. It's still another mini DM screen, so I'll put it right there. It's. It has the back there for it too, so you know, it's just a little mini DM screen there, and that's that's that set. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm telling you right now that gives me two modules and everything there. Uh, not but not wait. two modules there, but wait, there's, there's more. more. So, I'm going to clear these off while you're going to the next one. Yep. All right. So there is also a module in here again by the same person, James Roadhaver, which I'm going to have to look him up and see. Now this this would be a good one for just getting started because this one is geared for level two. Oh, okay. Again, probably very easy to scale it up or level two. You really don't have to scale it down a lot, but uh, this is Rites of Awakening. Which okay. This one, anytime you start getting into something like this, it's going to grab my eye just because it sounds like it should be interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, it's got a. Let's go Got some good artwork here. in there. There you go. Um, and then your your different information about where you're going to go. A little map. I think this is essentially a mini version of the big battle map. So okay. that is nice as a DM so that you can have this and have an idea. So that's as to, the mini in the book. And then it actually comes with the full map that you could put out right. with there as well. And again, looks like that might be a, a magic item right there. Nope, that's not. That doesn't match the card. So I don't know if this is a card for it. I Oh, I see the tea kettle now. Uh, yeah, there, there's tea kettle. That so, looks like it's going to be your yeah, magic item. Yeah, if you item. look at that play, there's your magic item. So it's in the book, and there's your stat block for it. That's pretty cool. And, again, nice thing about this is whatever character has it, you can give them this so they have the stat block for it right there. Yep. And then, of course, you have the... 
I'm going to gather that's the big bat over there. Right. So some that's... kind of bird. And then that's the stat block. Again, you could this you could go through. Here's the thing. You, and you're right. This is level two, right? So you go through this dungeon, right? And then you could say, you know what? I'm going to throw my characters through this. But they only went through the dungeon when the baby was there. Right. Mama's home. And guess what? They went through the dungeon, killed the baby, and now Mama's angry. Yep. And you can take this stat block here, and I'm just going to pull it off camera a little bit so I can read it. So, yeah, really all you have to do is look. It's got the stats here. You just scale it up some. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe give it a legendary action or two. and Yep, make it a little more powerful. And, of course, it has a mini G The mini GM screams are really kind of cool, yeah. too. They're just, I mean, it has, look, it even has a map on this one. That one's really cool. Yeah. That's... So, there's a there's a lot of thought process that people think oh it's you know it's easy to create it's it's not sometimes it comes easy sometimes it doesn't so i'm gonna clear this and i'm gonna let you go to the next one we have one more how many did we get one two four. three four four Holy cow so this one doesn't have as much with it okay uh but this is for a level five group and looks like this one is called ink again by the same person and uh, I I do like the artwork on these. It's just something about them just really is an artwork that I'm connecting with. But we'll put it down here and just kind of flip through it a little bit, you know. So and and these aren't the big Counterstrad modules that you're going to get with D and D, but these are great little modules to pull out of your pocket. Um, you know, and we game every other week typically. Right. And I try and get things set up in the, in the off week, but there are times where it's busy and, you know, I'm scrambling. And fortunately, I can improv and I've played enough D&D &D that I can ad-lib and throw something together. But if, you know, if I don't have time to do that, I can take something like this and, oh, yeah, that road that you were on leads you to whatever this module is. And right. You've got the... Of course, you have the big bad right there, and then his stat block there. And then the magic item that it comes with, along with its stat block. Yeah. So, now, these are good for, like, if you're a, if you're learning to GM, mm -hmm. this is actually really good for you, too, because it does give you the tools necessary to, to run a, a one-shot. Right. Now... If you're running a quick campaign, and especially if you're if you're new or you have a couple new players, if you want to give them a taste, I will tell you, you don't want to give them a taste at level one. No. Bump them up to level five and run them through one of these. Or yeah. bump them up to the appropriate level for this. Run them through it and see how they like it. They may go, oh my God, this is great. Okay, let's let's now let's go into a major campaign if you want to do that. Right. Um, and the, the campaign yeah. that we have going, that started off as a one-shot just to get my girls and Mikey a little bit of experience in it. And you kind of liked where the story was going based yeah. on that one-shot, so we expanded the world. But to me, the great thing is I can probably take all four of these modules and build them into that world somewhere if I wanted to. Scale the level if need be. Yeah. Um, but you know, e even if we just decided, like when, when you're going to run your campaign, which is going to be here in the near future, I hope. Yeah. Um, you know, if in between, you know, let's just say you're not quite ready, but we're at a good stopping point in my campaign, we can run through a couple of these. Uh, you know, everyone other than the two of us really only has experience with one. Mikey has two because he died. So d different classes. This can be a good way to expose them to those other classes to see, oh, maybe you want to do this. Because I know one of my girls is, uh, she likes that Rebecca's a druid and what she can do. So 
and Rebecca is going to take the cleric that this girl has. So they're, right. really, they're just going to uh, flip-flop. Right. But this might be good to expose them to something else. I know my other girl wants to potentially play a wizard. Yeah. Which there's a lot of, of work that goes into playing a wizard and keeping track of stuff. So this might be good for seeing if that's what she really wants to play or maybe she wants to do something different. So, and, and I'm a big fan of the, the, I like the long campaigns, but there there's going to come a point of where your character is just going to be too powerful and then you can, you're going to eventually have to either retire or that that character ascends how whatever whatever system you're using there's a, a process to retire a, a character right um so here's and this is an idea and and i'd like to throw it out there with you just because we're talking about it it would be nice if while we're running these characters you're going to get apprentices you're going to get henchmen and other stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What if we Batman it? What if you want to Batman it and say, you know what, I can't be Batman forever, so I'm going to pass the torch to a, a, a predecessor. Mm -hmm. So you may be able to find a henchman, write that character up that you want to play, and then, of course, while you're still playing your main character, your henchman needs to be, be leveling up. So now we're at, we're at a campaign where... If there's some spells that my character wants to spell, he's a sorcerer. Mm -hmm. If there's some spells he wants to do, he has to take a year off because right. he has to do that that spell over and over again. So what do you do in that situation? Do you say, okay, we're not going to go any further? Or do you say, okay, while that character's leveling up, you have an apprentice or you have this person that is going that you're going to now play that's going to kind of work with the group. Right, and, and that, that I think is, is a great idea. And, and w them working with the group might be difficult depending on, on where they're on level, but you could certainly say, you know what, in, in the main town, everyone finds their kind of apprentices that they take under their wing and right. teach them the tools of the trades. And then right. these little modules are them going off doing missions for... For you. Yeah, for for the, the main player, player yeah. character. And, you know, like with, with my world, it's it's pretty big and expansive. I haven't even completed it. There's plenty of places they can go. The, the nice thing about that is eventually these, these players are going to get to a point where, you know, I'm throwing gods and dragons at them to challenge them. Right. And, and really that when you get to that point, it's to me, it's not as fun to play game in and game out. It just is because to, you are so powerful and it's it hard is to get to something get to challenge you. No, it is to get there, mm -hmm. but you're right. That first couple battles is great. And then when you say, okay, now I got to throw three gods at you. Right. I could see that. So I see this as a way of kind of holding those characters off and saying, well, because let's be honest, if there's a, if there's rumors that you hear that you could say, well, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to send a level 20 character to go take care of some piddly, you know, right. something like that. That that'd be like at work. That'd be like your your CEO saying, "Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go, you know, there's a problem with, you know, selling this particular car. So now I'm going to go be a salesman." Right. No, right. no. You 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 pick someone to say, "Hey, you need to do that." And maybe that's what maybe well, delegation. Yeah. And that well, will and teach the other great thing delegation. about the other great thing about something like this is as you're building those and you know those level 
16, 17, 20 characters retire, depending on, on where you kind of retire them out at. The world can still go. Yeah, the world is still going. You have their apprentices taking over at whatever level is appropriate. Yeah. And you, know, you can bring those characters back. They, yeah. they can, oh, you know what? Uh, let's just say Rebecca's playing a sorcerer. Right. And she needs to get some information about a, a quest that she has to go on to get a, a special staff. She right. may go back to your character to get information on, have you seen this? Where yeah. was it? Um, you know, and, and even as a DM, it's good to bring those characters in. I've, I've got my very first character that I took up to God level years and years and years ago. Right. And I still bring him at some point into every campaign that I have just to either throw the fear of God into the characters or right. give them a little bit of direction. Or nostalgia, just yeah. pure nostalgia. I mean, so there's a lot of stuff to go. Let me clear this off. So what do you think? Uh, well, how much did you pay for this box? Because you said you bought this one. Um, yeah, I did buy this one. Mikey, how much was this box? 70 I believe this one was the $70 box. So this was a $70 box. So And and to me, with everything you get, well worth it. I, a, a set yeah. of dice, and, and those were nice dice, that's going to run you 10 to $20. The... I think the shot glass was when I was at the store. I, th I think he had those for like seven, eight, nine dollars or something yeah. like that. Uh, to me, dice. I so I was misinformed. Dice, dice are a lot more than I than dice have gone up. This set of dice, um, just the regular dice um, without the without the the metal, just the regular dice are are going to be in the eleven ninety nine to to and. You could get like just a plain dice, and mm -hmm. they're like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine. But if you want like dice like this to have the swirls and and the cool colors, those are anywhere from twelve ninety nine to uh, fifteen ninety nine yeah. and up. And then when you add the the metal, that's a metal dice. Yeah. I would say that is probably you're pushing seventeen to twenty bucks. Yeah, I I think that's about the going rate when you go to a game store. Right, and. To me, again, as a DM, some of these these little things like this this deck here, you know, that is a godsend for a DM when you need to put something together on the fly. Uh, you know, you, you roll an an encounter and it comes up that they're going to encounter something. Well, you know, it's not going to always just be the the orc or the troll or the hobgoblin walking around in the field. You can build their lair real quick with a couple of these. And then the modules, four modules. That is, that is great to have in your back pocket. Yeah, uh, and the the modules are just there's the price on them. Uh, you know, some are worth it, some mm -hmm. aren't. They're 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 kind of all over the place. And because this has such a variety, it just it just kind of stands out. So with everything that this has, I'm kind of throwing everything up there. Um, all right, so. Let's go back over, back over all the way to us. So that's uh, that's what I, we have. What do you worth it? I, I I definitely think it's worth it. I will say uh, Wayne at Dungeon Crate definitely a plus on putting this box together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not now the the downside for me is because I would definitely go out and buy one or two of these. Yeah. Downside to me is I have to make sure that I'm getting one that doesn't have these same modules in it. Um. Yeah. And you know. I'm I'm willing to bet if you go talk to uh, if you talk to to Wayne and say hey I got this box I'm 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 100 percent sure that if you email him say hey 
these are the modules I have. I'm looking for a new box. Mm -hmm. He is going to go pull a box. He is going to build you a crate, and he's going to ship it to you. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, if, if you're here in town and you go down there and you pick up one of these boxes, let's just say I go down there later today, pick up one of these boxes, and it has two of the modules that were in this one. Yep. I'm sure if I went to him and said, you know, hey, Wayne, I just got this box. I've got these two modules already. Can I yeah. swap them out for something else? I don't have a doubt just because of the type of person that he is. They say, yeah, sure, not a problem. Here are the ones, other ones that I have. What do you want? Yeah, I, he's just such a good guy, and he's he he generally is a player. He cares, and he's he. I don't know his, his approach to it. Just I like his approach. Yeah. I like I like when I go buy stuff for some people. I like to do local. Mm -hmm. I like to do buy. Definitely. I like definitely buy buy local. However, I also have to go with the 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 character of the person I'm buying from. I have been to local shops. I I've walked out of local shops. Mm -hmm. um, I walked into there. He was very. He's very inviting. He's very welcoming. If I, I've seen some other reviews on his boxes, um, some of them were not very good. I disagree with some of their reviews. I really do. Yeah. Um, if you get something in the box, you can't take it personally. Don't ever take anything that he puts in these boxes personally. He is putting what he thinks is best. And if you don't like something, if you just say, hey, can I swap this out? Or, hey, I don't like this in the box. And you're a, you and you, you have a subscription there. He might put a note and say, you know what? This guy doesn't like this and this. Let me see what I can do for him. And, and now he's going to keep it price, you know, comparison. But he's that kind of guy that says, I want to make my customers happy. And, and, you know, also, if you're in that situation, maybe at first it's something that you look at and see, you know, this isn't really going to be something I'm going to find useful. It's not going to work for me. Let it stew a little bit because like this right here, this this dungeon notebook where it's just a, essentially a blown up grid page. At first, I thought that is completely pointless. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought I can use this for things. There are things that are going to be real helpful with this. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the, the other thing I like about Wayne is the girls and I went down there last week. Right. And talked to him a little bit. And I've visited other game stores in town. He doesn't want to be that I've got a huge amount of stuff and it's it's all going to blow your mind because there's too much to choose from. And it's just he's a store. He wants to be more connected with the community. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other store that I went into, they're still trying to get live table games going on the weekends. And. I had asked them if they were interested in someone running a game. Oh, yeah, sure. Write, write down your name and your information. That was, I think we're going on six months ago. Haven't heard oh, Pete wow. from them. And as far as I know, they just have the one game running that they've had running for a while. And it's not a D&D &D game. It's, I, I forget what it is, but I want to say it's something with Pokemon. Okay. Um, Wayne, I'm down there. He's telling me about the games that they run. He's got two big tables set up in there to run games on weekend. And yeah. Yeah, come on down, play. You can run a game if you want, you know, whatever. And. For a DM running a game down there, he's got everything that you need, so you don't have yeah. to worry about taking all of your stuff there. I, I I just I like the personality. I like what he does. I took the tour of the place. The place mm -hmm. is great. He really has a passion for this. Um, and I will tell you, if there's something you don't like, don't just don't just bitch about it. Say something to him. Yeah. Say, hey, I I don't I I didn't I didn't like this, but I like this. Don't go 
I hate when people do that. They they like to just trash people and say, well, I didn't like this and it's garbage and blah, blah, blah. Not everything's garbage. You like some stuff. Yeah. I, and, and now, Chad, I opened the other boxes and I showed you this and you kind of, the first thing, the first thing you did, you did, you said, meh. And I said, what are you kidding me? That's, I could do it for this, this, this. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, yeah, you know, you're right. Mm-hmm. And then that suit, you stewed on it, like you said. And now you're like, man, and I'm still coming up with ideas. Oh, I'm yeah. like, that's every, you could cut here, draw your room, draw your room, draw your room, draw right. your room here. You could, you could do that. You could sit there and you could say, well, these are, the suites are going to be this, what they're going to look like. They're going to be this. And I will tell you that as, as a GM, I'm going to draw, you know, different rooms and I'm going to say how much you want to pay for a room and I'm going to have more luxurious rooms on there. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to buy the cheap room, you're going to get the cheap piece of paper. Right. If you're right. going to get the, the expensive, you're going to have a bath and all kinds of stuff. I, I can see so many and, uses. And even this, going back to kind of the idea with these cards, yeah. you make your own dungeon and you've got your piece of graph paper there. Yeah. And you don't want to show it to the players all at once oh. or try and mask it off with paper. You do a room by room with this and you're good I to go. I didn't even think of that. That's perfect. Yeah. Holy cow. All right, I'm I'm giving it a I I think it's a ten out of ten. I, I knocked out of the park. I um you know I, and the last thing I'll say say about the Dungeon Crate Shop for those of you that are here in town, to me when I walked into it, it almost felt like if you're in the D and D world and you're walking into a magic shop. Uh, you did get that feel. You did it, get it's, that. It's got feel. little knickknacks here and there. Yep. It, it looks like you know a a haphazardly old wizard kind of threw together a magic shop because he wanted to sell his wares and it did and and you you when you walked in there you're welcomed it's Mm -hmm. i can't say enough about the shop um and if you can't if you're not in omaha and you don't get to go to the shop these 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 crazy ships he that's what they're designed to do that's how he got his start he opened up the storefront because he wanted to have a place that people could come into that are in town so I don't know. I say A plus. I'd give them a, a big shout out. So yeah. now with us, if you uh, if you're interested in uh, in listening to more on just us thinking, um, you could visit us on all the social media platforms. That's uh, you know Facebook, all of those, Rumble, YouTube. Um, you could watch us, uh, and then we're on all the podcast players now. Now you're you took a hiatus here from podcasting a little bit. I did had had some things going on that kept me from it, um, but I am on the majority. Of the, I am going to be setting up on on Rumble and a couple other ones here shortly. But as far as the main podcast players, I'm on there. Uh, great, the Proud American Patriot podcast. Uh, definitely very different than what's here. It's a uh, uh, little bit edgy, a little bit a uh, lot political. Oh yeah, I'm just kind of giving my thoughts on things. We also do some pew pew stuff. And oh yeah. So, so now you're working on a couple unboxing videos and stuff for the Proud American Patriot too, right? Yep, going to do one. I just got a, yesterday just picked up a new Pew uh, Pew that's going to be my probably everyday carry for right. concealed carry. Uh, so going to do, not really an unboxing because you, know, you want to handle that, that yeah. firearm before you decide to purchase it. But it's going to be kind of a, a first impression review type thing. Okay, okay. So yeah, um, always more more stuff to come from just us thinking and there's definitely going to be more stuff from uh, the proud american patriot because uh guess what people he's back yeah and he's here to fuck up your world <laughs> i'm back and i'm going to come out on fire so <laughs> all right i think that'll be our show uh 
You want to take us out? All right, well, thank you everyone for listening and have a great day. Thank you.